0: Hello, and welcome to the Ghoul Scouts podcast. I am Ashley, and I am joined by Jen. Hey, guys,
1: (laughs) my voice sounds weird. Sorry, I'm hungover. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so, today we're going to be talking about things that scared us as children. Uh, so, we have some good stories, I think. Um, and then the last one we're kind of going to share. Uh, so, I'm excited about that one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, so I don't know where you want to start, Jen, but I mean, first, hi.
1: <laughs> yeah, hey. So, I mean, well, first off... Um, you're going to get married this weekend. So.
0: I am, <laughs> I, uh, I'm getting married on four, three, 21. So four, three, two, one. And, uh, <laughs> so I am very excited. Um, got everything ready to go. Um, and then for, we're just, it's going to be really small and then we'll have an actual ceremony once, you know, everything kind of. Calms down in the world, and uh, I know that everybody can make it to an actual ceremony, so yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think it'll be special too because it'll just be you guys, really, and mm-hmm. maybe if you have a couple other people. But I mean, it, that's less to stress about.
0: Yeah, which is nice. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if I if I start giggling, I'm sorry. <laughs> so uh do you want to start us off
1: so sure but I did also want to share um yes something stupid that's been happening in my apartment that's not supernatural at all um it's just that my cat is a terrible hunter and we (laughs) have a mouse problem here which is funny because you would look at these apartments and not think that they would have a mouse problem but apparently we're not Mm -hmm. the only one um and it's not for lack of cleanliness or anything like that. I just did like a deep clean on the apartment the other day. Mm-hmm. But now two nights in a row I've been woken up by my dearest little tripod kitty Abra. Um so last night, you know, full moon, Stevie Nicks wine, I just passed out. Mm-hmm. So but the night before this also happened with her minus all the wine and stuff. But, um, so she comes running in my room, meowing really loud. And just like, I can't even do it, but it's like, <laughs> <laughs> um, like, it, like, look at me, look, look what I got. Mm-hmm. And I had a big fat little mouse in her mouth. And like the first night, the night before last, I was like, Oh my God, is it dead? What, what you, Cause she has, I've, found dead mice that she's killed in here before mm-hmm. um and it's not every single day it just happened to be two days in a row that this has happened where she brings it into the room obviously to show me because the other one she left on the side of my bed one time that she did kill mm-hmm. but this one it looked dead but as soon as she dropped it out of my mouth and before i could get to her uh uh-huh. It took off running under my my nightstand. And then she stood guard all night by my nightstand. And, like, I had to force myself to go to sleep and pray that I don't wake up with a mouse on my face or something. (laughs) And the only good thing about it yesterday was that I didn't set my alarm for work. So, at least because I was awoken from that, I was like, oh, maybe I should make sure to put my alarm for work. So... (laughs) Not only was I feeling like crap this morning, I also had like an amazingly rude awakening with a freaking mouse oh, again. I'm so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I, I thought that would at least make you laugh. So it does I wanted to share, sad. and that's why I didn't already tell you about it because I figured your uh, your reaction would be more more genuine. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I'm being haunted by mice here. But
0: yes. Yeah, my cat but. would be the same. Actually, while you were um starting to talk about Abra, my cat Pixel decided to join me. Um so Aww. I'm recording under covers uh to make the sound a little bit better. Um uh, <laughs> because my apartment's pretty echoey. Yeah so she's under the covers with me and my laptop, so I guess it's really warm. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs>
1: yeah, hopefully this isn't too echoey. I'm in the I guess I'm in the living room. Oh yeah, um, you're fine. But I have more, more desk space so I don't knock over my microphone. <laughs> um, and I don't have a jerk in a cage right now.
0: Yes. But I she makes no make
1: noise. Yeah. <laughs> I have the spray bottle at the ready. But anyway. <laughs> All right. So I guess we should go ahead and get into these uh, scary kids stories. Yes. Um, so you want me to go ahead and start off? Oh, yes. All right. So I don't remember when it came out, but I know... Actually, I'm gonna look it up really quick. So, do you remember the movie The Killer Clowns from Outer Space?
0: Oh yes, I. I'm gonna tell you why I remember this. Yeah. Because <laughs> the first time that I saw it, I was over at your house. Um, you shared with your brother, uh, and it was one of the first times that I got like actually drunk, <laughs> <laughs> and that was the movie that was
1: on. <laughs> was it? yes oh my gosh but yeah so if if you're unfamiliar with uh this movie it came out it looks like in 1988 so i know i wasn't that old when i saw it apparently just my family thought it was cool to horrify me at a young age with these movies (laughs) obviously now i can watch them and i'm fine but definitely caused a nice healthy fear of clowns um and just, I think there was something, too, like, with how they were sticking people in, like, the cotton candy freaked me mm-hmm. out. And then the, like, mm-hmm. popcorn that, like, sprouted other clowns <laughs> freaked me out. <laughs> it was, like, not, like, a real story. But, yeah, no, that movie creeped me out. And I still, like, I can watch it, but I still don't mm-hmm. like it. But
0: Yeah, clowns never really did it for me. I, yeah. I You know, a lot of people are scared of them. I'm not really. <laughs> I don't know. I just... It doesn't do it for me.
1: Well, and like I'm not necessarily scared of them now. Like I love, you know, the movie, the It movies, and the books. Mm-hmm. Um, but one really creepy coincidence is when I moved up to South Carolina in 2016 was when all these freaking clowns were appearing at the side oh, of the road. Oh yeah. So, oh, wow, <laughs> I was just like, wait, wait, that's I don't like this. <laughs> it's like why, why here, why now? But yep. yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I'm glad you're okay.
1: Thank you. So, do you want to share one of yours or do you want me to share more stupid stuff? Mine aren't super long except for the last one.
0: Okay. Um. I mean, I can go next. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. All right. Uh, so, mine, Um. I did a little bit of research on mine. So, it's a little bit more of like uh, a story. <clears throat> so, I'm going to, I wrote it down. So, I'm going to read it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So very few objects hold as much mystery as a Ouija board Mm. and (laughs) claiming to be a link between the living and the dead. This object started as a toy in the late 1800s. So it's the toy that we know today uh, came out in the 1890s Um, and Hasbro actually still sells it for about 20 bucks. Uh, Of course, the idea of a spirit board dates back to ancient civilizations, such as um, in the Song Dynasty in 1100 A.D. in China. Mm -hmm. So they were using spirit boards even back then. So Mm -hmm. it's it's not a new phenomenon. In modern times, Ouija boards are synonymous with demonic possession and letting in negative spiritual entities into the world of the living. So, for example, the Exorcist movie from 1973 Mm -hmm. reignited the mystery surrounding the so-called game. In the movie, a young girl becomes possessed by a demon after what she thought was harmless communication with an entity. And this was probably one of... It's not my first time hearing about a Ouija board, but it was... It definitely cemented the whole mythos surrounding Ouija boards, uh, which coincidentally, I also saw with you for the first time. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks. Couldn't sleep at all that night. Sorry. Um, It's okay. Uh, To this day, which by the way, is one of my absolute favorite sayings in modern storytelling, uh, to this day, I am still scared of Ouija boards, and I absolutely refuse to touch them. Even though I'm not um, a firm believer in, like, d- demonic possession, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a medical, uh, per, you know, a medical explanation for things sometimes. Yeah. But I still just absolutely refuse to touch them. <laughs> So my first introduction to these boards was when I was in the second grade. Mm -hmm. It was summer and I was stuck at extended daycare at my school. I think a lot of us were (laughs) in the same situation. Um, On a particularly hot day, the power went out. We were all in the cafeteria. Some of us were sitting on the stage to get away from the hot windows. So it was dark and cool and absolutely the perfect place to tell ghost stories. So it was here that I learned of two things that terrified me as a child. So they never left my mind. The first one was Bloody Mary, which I'll definitely talk about more later.
1: Mm,
0: yes. And the second one was Ouija boards. <laughs> so, um, and I feel like this is probably going to be familiar to a lot of people who uh, grew up hearing about Ouija boards, whether they actually played with one or not. I obviously did not,
1: <laughs> but I, they still
0: like, yeah. they still stuck with me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I think they make a, they make a lot of people, like, even if you go into like the, one of the, the tarot Facebook group I'm in, mm-hmm. like they're like, Oh yeah, tarot is great. And then we, it's such, it's, such a big divide <laughs> like it's it's either a, like you're either topic. like oh it's not it's it's harmless or oh you have to be careful yeah. with it or no never ever 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 yeah. um i actually did I interrupt you i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's okay um but i have something to add to that too yeah um and i think uh you know i just want to kind of finish up here um mm-hmm. so this is probably the same way a lot of other people heard about them too um, while I was sitting in this group of uh, you know, we all sat in a circle. It was a perfect time to tell ghost stories. So it was a circle of, of girls, and one of them decided to tell us about a game she was playing on a board with a planchette. That's what the little pieces that you move. Uh so she'd play with her sisters, where they'd all place two fingers on the planchet and ask it questions. The planchette would move, and of course, they'd all blame each other for moving it. And before any discernible message would come through, her grandmother snatched up the game, tossed it into the garbage as quickly as she could, and told them never to mess with it again. And we've probably all heard stories just like this. (laughs) And for those that have heard this story, you probably know exactly what happens next. Of course, the board mysteriously ends up back in the closet where it was prior to being tossed out. And no matter what the family did, they couldn't seem to get rid of the board. And it's the same one that's sold by Hasbro today. (laughs) But this story has never ceased to stop messing with my head. (laughs) So, you know, with modern Ouija boards and going back to, you know, a lot of witch groups that, that still use Ouija boards. Um, I know that there's, I don't really tend to mess with them. I do know the basics when it comes to actually using them. There's a specific way to open the board and a specific way to close the board. (laughs) And a lot of people don't know that. So, um, that's probably where, you know, if weird things do happen, that's probably why. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And, when I was at I was gonna say when I was twelve in sixth grade, um, I lived in like a really like, that was probably I hated um, that one year when I was twelve. It was right mm-hmm. after we moved from Apopka, before I went to Glenridge and where where you were at. I was at mm-hmm. terribly named school Robert E Lee, um, <laughs> <laughs> middle school, <laughs> um, and I had these two. I guess you would call them frenemies. Um, these two girls that like they would totally pull like the Regina George three-way call attack on mm-hmm. me all the time. But I got a Ouija board because you know I saw the craft, and obviously I needed to do all the witchy <laughs> stuff. Um, so I got a Ouija board for I think my birthday or something. Mm-hmm. And of course, I played it with them, and we were all going like, "Oh, let's ask it when we'll die." Da da da. And my sister was there too. So she could also mm-hmm. have been a jerk because she is. Um, <laughs> but like she got 54. Um, but mm-hmm. then for me, I got 15. And oh no. Then I asked it how I was going to die, and it said car cash, not car crash. So either somebody didn't know how to spell. Um, <laughs> but obviously, I didn't die in a car crash, but I was kind of freaked out when I turned 15 to get my learner's permit because of that.
0: Oh, wow. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's so horrible. (laughs) Yeah. They were jerks. (laughs) Yeah. No, I will, I will absolutely never touch one. Um, ever. (laughs) You couldn't pay me.
1: I do like the aesthetic of them. Like I have a Ouija board stamping plate that I like using sometimes Mm -hmm. just because the letters look cool, but, um, I actually did like a Ouija board set, um, And then I have, like, planchet earrings. But no, like, (laughs) when it comes to having an actual Ouija board or spirit board here, no. I will not do it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) Sometimes. So, go ahead. You're you're next.
1: So, this one, actually, I I didn't do, like, a ton of research. But it was just a movie that always made me creeped out. And I think it was because, like... How do, I, how do I go about it? But um, there's just certain images or like scenes in it that really creep me out. But um, the poltergeist mm-hmm. movies. Oh yes. And now okay, well, that's a good one. There's also, which could also totally be in another episode. Um, mm-hmm. But I also come to find out too, that supposedly those movies are cursed and
0: Oh yeah, there's a lot of lore around the actual movie making. So starting to, with the very first one. Oh yeah, So not to delve, delve too deep into that, but um, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, that's part of the reason. Like I, <laughs> like it, in the first one, there's when like it's raining. Was it in the pool or something?
0: And all the uh-huh. bodies
1: start to come up. Yep. So like that <laughs> has always creeped me out. And like I there's there's many reasons why I don't want to I don't I won't swim in lakes. I won't like if I can't see the bottom, I don't want to get in. Yes. I,
0: I I'm the same way, but that's because of Jaws. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Jaws, yeah, but like I'm more worried about like dead bodies and, and stuff popping up while I'm swimming or something coming up and grabbing me. Um you know, they actually
0: used real bodies in that scene, too. Like, actual mm-hmm. skeletons, human remains <laughs> were used in the making of that scene. Yeah. So, just to add to that, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, who thought that was a good
1: idea? But, yeah, no, there is, we definitely need to do an episode on, like, cursed movies. Um,
0: so, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, no. I was, no. I was kinda, totally going to geek out a little. <laughs> So they used the real bodies because they were cheaper than making them. Sorry. Yeah. That's why (laughs) that's not a good idea. (laughs) At what,
1: at what cost? What
0: did you say? Yes,
1: exactly. Um, Oh gosh. But yeah, that's why it was so cursed. Well, there was another part too. And I want to say it was in the third one because they were at like that Mm -hmm. high rise type of Mm -hmm. place. And it was like where she was standing in the puddle and then just got like pulled down into it. Mm -hmm. I don't know why that freaked me out so bad just like that whole third one yeah but like it's just it was yeah it creeped me out and I and I saw it pretty young because these movies came out they came out when this starting in the 70s I think
0: something like that yes yep in the 70s yeah because the third was Um, in 1988 and I yeah yeah But I will say that, you know, probably that also had to do with the fact that you and I grew up in Florida where every single body of water most likely has some sort of reptile in it, Mm -hmm. um, if not an alligator. That's true. So, uh, I don't know. I was always taught that from a young age that if you can't see the bottom, you have no idea what's in that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like even if, even if there's not even if there's not gators, there was one canal mm-hmm. that I that when I was in sixth grade, like when I moved towards your you know in your area, um, that mm-hmm. like kids went swimming and got freaking amoeba, like mm-hmm. <laughs> just 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 don't just go in the swimming pools. That's yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. That was yeah. That was my, I'm, my I'm next with one. you. Yeah. yeah, that but one Poster wasn't Case too was... much. It just it just made me like really uncomfortable and and just creeped me out. Like thinking that you know how this it was. I guess going after this little girl like that.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a pretty iconic movie. I mm-hmm. mean, you have got this little girl who's going up to a staticky television and communicating with whatever is there, yeah. and she's like, "They're here." I mean, how creepy yeah. is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah the whole idea of poltergeist and um I was really interested in in the movie when you know they had the the experts come in the mm-hmm. paranormal researchers yeah, and that part you know once once you bust out the cameras and the the technical equipment that's when you know stuff is real yeah. <laughs> so yeah that was um that was a pretty terrifying movie um also had a clown in it, a stuffed mm. clown. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> One of my favorite scenes, I think, was when they were uh, sliding um, chairs and stuff. Um, I think they even like slid the little girl like across the kitchen floor. Oh yeah. <laughs> And then, you know, they turn around and then all of a sudden, all the chairs are stacked on top of the table. And that actually did freak me out as a kid, for sure.
1: Well, I think that was, like, more, like, if you look at, like, modern day horror movies, it's kind of Mm -hmm. like um, the Paranormal Activity movies. It could kind of relate to that. Um, So I definitely see some of that in those movies, for sure. Like, maybe that's where they got some of the...
0: Inspiration. The whole found footage uh, thing, I, I, you know, I don't care what anybody says. Paranormal Activity absolutely scared me. I loved it. Like, yeah, no, they're I was great. Such a fan. Yeah, yeah they're good movies. Such a fan of the Conjuring series and then also the Paranormal Activity series. Love it all. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a horror fan. Yeah. <laughs> and I scare a lot less um, easily than I think you do. You think? <laughs> you would think. You'd think? Maybe. Maybe it maybe it's the maybe it depends on what the subject. Yeah,
1: is. Yeah, I think it's definitely like, um, like the the one book I read the books, and mm-hmm. I do remember being creeped out. But for some reason, mm-hmm. I think we touched on it last week. The stories to tell in the dark, uh-huh. that movie, which I only saw what a year and a half ago, maybe I could not yeah. sleep. So. You know, you, you, we maybe scare in different ways.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that, um, that series, that's, you know, that was definitely something that was supposed to scare you as a kid. Um, well, I don't know if they were necessarily written for kids, but they, every school I ever went to seemed to have a copy of them. Mm. Um, they, they were always checked out. And it was sort of like a... Um, a cult following, yeah. because if you if you knew, you knew, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you were cool if you would read the story. Well, like I know I read. Um, I them. thought they did a great yeah. job on the movies. I know I read them, and it was like mm-hmm. just
1: like you talking about certain scenes. It's like, did I block that out? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> like I was <laughs> watching the movie, and the one thing that comes, I I won't even say his name, because. of the yeah. thing that comes through the stupid um, chimney. Like, it was mm-hmm. like, as soon as I heard it, it was like, <laughs> the lost memory unlocked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she's like, oh, look. <laughs> you know, something that may not have traumatized me then, but it's freaking me out now. So, that was fun.
0: <laughs> I'm with you on yeah. that. I'm with you on that. It was pretty creepy.
1: And <laughs> just... It just makes me picture like when you when you're playing like Xbox and you get like a new thing unlocked, that's what happens with me. But <laughs> not with good stuff. Oh. <laughs>
0: so, so um so we all know how this next game works. I, I mentioned Bloody Mirror. Mm-hmm. Uh the basic version is that you usually go into a bathroom or any place with a mirror. You turn off all the lights and you say Bloody Mary three times. What appears is usually a ghost or a spirit. That's, that's the way I learned about her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the way I learned was that she was usually a woman in a white dress covered in blood. Uh, she, was, she asked you to hold her crying baby. If you did, this sort of malformed creature that's now mm-hmm. in your arms would get heavier and heavier. And when your arms finally got tired and you let the baby fall, Bloody Mary would take revenge out on you by clawing at your arms and face. Hmm. So, this is something that I also did a little bit of research on. Divination using a mirror is definitely not a new or modern concept. No. Um, it, it goes back to even before mirrors were created. It, you know, any reflective surface could be used for, for divination. Uh, so, some people will even use a bowl of water to scry um, or invoke magic. Yeah. Uh, with the Bloody Mary ritual, the details really seem to vary. Um, so, some people will use a candle with a mirror. Some will say her name 13 times as opposed to three times. Some will even call her by different names. So, such as Hell Mary instead of Bloody Mary. And some people will say that she's a witch rather than an evil ghost or a demon. So um, it, it definitely varies based on who you ask, where you're from, <laughs> any of that. Um, and there are, so I did a little bit of research into the origins of it. Um, I wasn't able to find where the ritual began, but it most likely evolved from other rituals involving mirrors. Um, there was a popular one where girls will, you know, would try to conjure up the image of their future husband. I don't know if you've ever heard of that
1: one. I've heard of variations, of like, things like that. And, like, when you were saying, you know, there's different versions of uh, Bloody Mary, like, mm-hmm. I never heard the baby one. I, you know, you say it yeah. three times. Maybe um, yeah, I didn't hear that one. So I
0: was like, oh, interesting. And, and the origin of the actual figure of Bloody Mary, you know, there's a couple of different versions of where she came from. I think the most popular one it attributes Mary Tudor um, to, you know, which is the Protestant Queen, uh, Queen Mary I of England. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she, she persecuted, um, I, think, I think they were Anglican. Uh, people in England and she was so violent in her pursuit of making everybody Protestant. Um, oh no, she, she was Catholic and she put Protestants to death, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, it was Elizabeth the first, she was Protestant, um, but she was so violent that they called her bloody Mary. So I think that's the prevailing theory. Yeah. Um, But there's also, um, there was a lady named Elizabeth Bathory, Uh who was known as the Queen of Blood. Um, And she supposedly murdered hundreds of young girls so that she could bathe in their blood. Um, And then there's also Mary Worth, who was a witch executed in the Salem Witch Trials. Um, You know, which would also be right around the time... Where the ritual probably began. Yeah. So, definitely an interesting one. I, I've. Yeah, have you tried it? Um, I remember hearing, you know, I remember hearing stories of girls trying it in the bathroom at school. And of course, it didn't work because you could never make it dark yeah. enough. Um, I have never, I mean, I think I've gotten to two <laughs> saying it twice and then chickening out. I think
1: I've done there too. But the same. You? I don't think I've ever done it three times and I didn't even want to say her name when I was talking about it.
0: Oh. I I I remember it being a big thing though, more more so in like elementary and middle school. Uh by the time I got to high school, it really wasn't a popular, I guess, urban no. legend.
1: Let me ask you this. With with that in mm-hmm. mind, growing up and having heard that and Trying it and chickening out. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you also feel uncomfortable if you're, say, in your bathroom and you turn off the lights before you're out and it's dark in there?
0: (gasps) Yes. Oh, my God, yes. (laughs) I think it's because I've always heard the theory that mirrors are portals. Mm -hmm. To you know other worlds or you know um, it makes me think of office too spiritual world yes which was a great movie yeah. um if you've never seen that movie i highly recommend it it's a little over the top but yeah. very worth it but it's funny too because like how my <laughs> my bedroom up,
1: like i have mm-hmm. um in our apartment we both have like our own bathrooms connected to a room but like mine where my bed is like from my bed i can see the the bathroom mirror. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. look over that way. <laughs> and I always that's I always funny. have like my cause I don't want to close the bathroom door because in case Abra has to go to the bathroom. Um uh-huh. otherwise she'll wake me up. She has no problem disturbing my slumber if she needs something. Um <laughs> but yeah that's probably another reason why I like having night lights. I don't, I don't want, I don't like the sleeping darkness and I do have like my big, um, mirror on my dresser too, but they do Mm -hmm. not face each other.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I actually, um, I actually keep the bathroom door Mm -hmm. closed. The, you know, the ensuite bathroom is always closed if I'm not in there. Um, I do have a mirror in my bedroom, but I can't like really see it. (laughs) And it's kind of half covered by my work computers right now because I have to work from home. Um, but my poor soon to be husband, he's just gonna have to deal with a, a lifetime of having the yeah. nightlight on. You'll you'll be troved. He's he's already he's already dealt with this for, you know, a little over two yeah. years now. So he's I think he's gotten used to it. Every once in a while, I can get brave enough or tired enough to turn the light off. (laughs) But we have one of those Phillip hue lights that change colors. So I always turn it to, like, a pink or a purple and then turn it as low as I can (laughs) handle it. So as low as it'll go. (laughs) So kind of still dark, but not really. (laughs) So this one...
1: um... Mm-hmm. It's it's really stupid. Um, I told Houston about this one like shortly before we got on, and he was like, "What?" Um, nothing paranormal about it. It's just a really weird phobia of mine, I guess. But I probably other people uh-huh. have similar. Um, I don't like being tickled or pinched, and it like really freaks me out to the point I, a grown woman, will run screaming. If I think you're going to do it.
0: Um,
1: So I had to be like five or six. Um, And Uh my cousin and my sister started this thing that they called the coolie poppers. (laughs) Oh my (laughs) gosh. I'm Italian. um, So they say coolie, meaning your butt, like, you know, like coolo i think in spanish would be yeah but um so basically they would chase me pinching their fingers like little crabs to try and pinch my ass um which sounds really like (laughs) like he's just like why would they do that but it because it freaked me the hell out and like i've i've injured people like x (laughs) x x's mainly which that's fine um That tried to tickle me. Like, I'm pretty sure one was trying, and one was trying, I think it was Adam actually, was trying to tickle my foot, and I kicked him in the face, but I warned him. Honestly, not mad about that. Um, Yeah, so like, not paranormal, (laughs) but just a really weird um, phony, Mm -hmm. I guess. I like it, really creeps me out. I don't like to be tickled. I don't think it's funny. I will run screaming. Like, my brother. He he knows he knows it, and like he'll pretend like he's gonna yeah. tickle me just to get me to go run screaming. So,
0: oh my goodness, a... I can see him doing that though. Childhood <laughs> trauma, but
1: uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's trauma. But you know, <laughs> it's just something really stupid to this day. If you said that to me and pinched your fingers, yeah. I would get very uneasy.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, um, from our first episode where I talked about something being in the bed, oh, with me, God, no. um, I <laughs> I cannot handle the dark. As soon as someone plunges me into absolute mm-hmm. darkness, I will, I, I guess that's my biggest phobia, is I will start crying. I will sit there and shake, scream, cry. Uh. No matter what. And I, I can't handle it. If I know that I'm alone in the dark, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think I would just scare myself to death, probably. And I, so, and I think yeah, the that's thing mine. Like
1: that and why a lot of people are afraid of the darkness, including me, um, I don't mm-hmm. it's because if you're alone in the dark, are you
0: alone in the dark? And
1: exactly. that's what's crazy. Sorry, I'm oh sorry. I'm going to freak myself out.
0: <laughs> no, I know that it's um. There's also an explanation for, like, a possible mm-hmm. explanation, um, as far as your genetics go, um, that some people are predisposed to be more, you know, alert in the dark. That you know, you you tend to avoid the dark because that is, you know, survival skills right there. And so, but yeah, I either way, too, I can't like that. with me, like. <laughs>
1: If I, my my imagine my imagine my imagination, let me try and <laughs> use words again. My imagination yep. will kind of get the best of me in the dark. So uh-huh. like, yeah, a hundred percent. That chair that has clothes in it is going to turn into something I don't want <laughs> to be in the room with me. Exactly. So Only I videos. rather I'm like, okay, I yes. can see. Yep, no, you're still clothing. Perfect, fine, good. We're good here. <sighs> yeah. So I guess I'm watching Howl's Moving Castle
0: tonight. Yes. <laughs> yes. All the Disney yes. movies tonight. We're gonna uh, go with yes. Studio Ghibli. Yes.
1: <laughs> but did you have another one?
0: Are you waiting for it? Uh, I'm actually gonna piggyback off of okay. your last. So I
1: have one more <laughs> short, stupid one, and then we'll get to the the uh, big boy. Um, yeah. So okay. another one, another movie that freaked me out, um, and actually mm-hmm. led to a really funny incident that I can look at now and laugh, um, mm-hmm. was the Leprechauns movies. And a hundred percent is probably because I saw it when I was really little, uh, like five or six, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and like my family they'd watch these movies and like they'd just fine Jen can watch it too she's yeah you can stay in here and I'm, I would always be like yeah I'm tough I can handle this and that you'd not be able to <laughs> handle it um, so we watched one of the Leprechaun's movies I don't know which one it was I know they they're super ridiculous if I look back at them now but as a child they creep mm-hmm. me out it was mainly like their evil little faces um Mm-hmm. But there was one morning, and I don't know why, because we also um i don't I don't remember the link between the carpet, but I know like I woke up and I was also afraid of our shag carpet as a result because we had this ugly green shag carpet, oh and goodness. I didn't want to on it oh my um, goodness. but then. I had a bad dream about the movie so I went to run to my brother's room to be like oh I had a bad dream and he just happened to be wearing like Mm -hmm. plaid PJ pants that were green so I thought he was one of them and like basically (laughs) ran out screaming so really stupid I know baby baby (laughs) baby. (laughs) <laughs> so, like parents, maybe if your kid's six, they're not ready for Leprechauns, Killer Clowns, from Outer Space, Poltergeist, yeah. And this last one. Um, so, we want to talk about him. Okay. Oh yeah. So let's do it. Um, my first experience with the Child's Play movies was I was six years old. Um, my sister mm-hmm. was going to a friend's birthday party, and. It was one of those, like, oh, sure, you can go up and take your little sister. And I'm the little sister. And I'm, and like, her friends were always cool with me. I was like the cool little sister, I guess, or at least they're being nice. But anyway, so mm-hmm. I go, my, my dad dropped me and my sister off at this girl's house. I don't remember her name was. And, you know, we're just doing birthday stuff, I guess. And then somebody's like, let's put on a movie. And uh, they chose Child's Play, too. Um, nobody thought like, hey, uh, your sister's sick. Do you think she's going to be all right with this? Because she has (laughs) dolls and stuff. So this won't trump. This is not going to trump tonight. She'll be fine. So we watch it. And honestly, it's like, it always seems like I can watch it at that time. But then later, it's when it messes with me. Mm -hmm. So this kind of started... Just literally years of me having recurring nightmares of Chucky chasing me with like a knife, and like I mm-hmm. always like you know when you're running in dreams, you can never run very fast. You're always like you, exactly you can't, you can't move fast enough. And I always, <laughs> for whatever reason, would end up like running into a place that has more knives. Um, I didn't think to grab them and use them on Chucky. But Mm -hmm. there you go. And um, it creeped me out so much as a child. I had a ton. I'll admit, like, before my parents got divorced, I was probably, like, a little bit, not spoiled. But, you know, I I had a lot of, I I always Mm -hmm. got what I wanted uh, as far as toys go and stuff. Yeah, And so I had a lot of Cabbage Patch dolls and other dolls and, like, Baby Alive and all these (laughs) other ones. And it freaked me out so much to the point I remember... I had, um, the way I had my bed up, like, was the headboard, and it was, like, a little white worker bed, um, was up against Mm -hmm. the window, and so, like, the light would come in over it, um, from the moon, and I remember, like, rolling over my bed, and, like, the light was reflecting off my doll's eyes, and I just got up and turned all of them around, and I would do that every night (laughs) because of that movie. And um and then like I know like one really popular thing in Florida, well in Central Florida, um, is Halloween Horror Nights at Universal. But mm-hmm. um I think one of the first years they had it, um Chucky was there. So to this day. <laughs> I will not go, <laughs> like I can watch those movies now. It's another one of those. I can watch it now, and mm-hmm. I realize like it's not that scary, it's kind of stupid, and some of it's even funny, but back then, no, I could not no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, Joe, uh, Joe was actually the same way. He he had a childhood fear of that movie. And his father would, oh, I guess, gosh. torment him at the, you know, the blockbuster or the, mm-hmm. you know, the local rental place. Um, and, you know, he would always threaten him with, oh, I'm going to get this movie. And, of course, it would scare Joe. <laughs> and um, my brother, my young brother, mm-hmm. uh, Ben, actually had a doll similar um to like you know the the chucky doll before he gets all possessed um i don't remember what it was called but it was like a buddy they still have some sort too i think they do um but i remember having you know he had one at the time and for some reason the movie didn't scare me um but, I mean, I could understand why it would scare other people because <laughs> um I, I am kind of piggybacking uh-huh. off of your story a little here um so i i I knew a girl i want to say elementary school, she had a sort of slumber mm-hmm. party, and she had a pool, as you yeah. know most people in Florida do um so <laughs> um that night. We were, you know, talking about things and someone pointed out a doll that she had. And we're like, well, that's kind of a weird doll you got there. (laughs) And it was, you know, one of those porcelain doll looking things. Um, But it was just, I don't know, it was really kind of creepy looking. And, of course, someone said, did you Mm -hmm. move? And I, it, it just, it stuck with me. I could not get out of my head. So, you know, this whole slumber party went on and on. You know, we went swimming the next day and then it was my time to go home. So, of course, I had to go back into her room by myself, uh, you know, to grab my stuff. And there's this doll just sitting there on the bed. (laughs) And I have never been so terrified in the daytime. (laughs) And it took me a long time to get over my fear of the porcelain dolls, you know um you know my my grandmother had one um, and I would make her cover it up or take it out of the room when I was spending the night with her and she's like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> and I'm like, "No, I really not. I can't do it uh, but I mean, I had a doll like that at one point, and it it was really weird. It had, like, dates and stuff yeah. on different limbs. And I just, I couldn't figure out why. But it never ceased to bother me. Um, so even though Chucky didn't scare porcelain me. Porcelain dolls do. Yeah. Porcelain dolls And did. what's funny, though, is my aunt. <laughs> my aunt loved me.
1: She loved making porcelain dolls. And she even made me uh-huh. a couple <laughs> in my likeness. Uh- <laughs> Mm -hmm. yeah they they and that was probably actually not too long after that time um they mainly stayed in my closet (laughs) they were gorgeous dolls but like i don't i don't want you watching me i think it's just like the dark side of toy story like oh the toys come alive when you're not looking (laughs) do they (laughs) that's creepy (laughs) It's like if absolutely
0: <laughs> it sounds like we both had pretty yeah, terrifying so childhoods <laughs>
1: I feel like we've unlocked some uh, childhood trauma there um
0: <laughs> oh yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah. I'm interested to see what other people have to say because you know everybody grew up differently um you and I grew uh-huh. up pretty similarly uh so a lot of the things that we have are pretty common and uh you know yeah. pretty similar to each other um but I think that people maybe in other places around the world even probably have. Well, I think
1: too. <laughs> like I think we definitely need to get some of our friends on here to share some of their <laughs> creepy childhood. Stories. Oh yes, I'm sure there was. I'm excited. Like my friend to, Michelle was telling me one. It was like about not more, not so much a supernatural thing, but like you know, creepy local stories like about a, a guy that like peeps at the girls and oh, stuff yeah. like that at their school and yeah oh, so no. definitely definitely interesting to to hear other people's stuff too because like there's some yeah. I didn't know about I knew a few things but yeah that's cool oh. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so did you have any other stories that was it really like those were my big ones were those
0: it freaking mood. Yeah.
1: You, you feel like I you got it so. out of your system. <laughs> Just don't try and pinch me. I don't like it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> time to time to yeah, watch uh Hal's movie Castle before bed. <laughs> Let the soothing sounds of Christian Bale. I don't like take him you really in anything you else,
1: then. but I like him as
0: Hal's voice, and yeah. that's it. So <laughs> And that's another movie. If you haven't Mm -hmm. seen it, highly recommend it. (laughs) So um, that's going to be our show for today. It's a little bit shorter, um, but we got a lot into that. A lot of short, ridiculous uh, (laughs) stories.
1: Well, mine were more ridiculous,
0: but then you're like, Bloody Mary. And... and... I mean, that was my childhood like fear for sure. I had a lot of nightmares after that. The only
1: Bloody Mary I like is one with vodka. So, and that's it. Is it vodka? I think it's vodka. I don't yes, know. Yes, I know. I had one. I think like when I was twenty and I went to England and I thought it was like an adult. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think I've had one <laughs> since then, though. Well, maybe no. I had a couple here. They had, there's a There's a place that makes pretty mean yeah. uh, Bloody Mary. It's like Another another Ooh. broken egg cafe. Nice. Good stuff. Right. Yikes. Yep.
0: Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's going to be our show for today. Uh, we will be back next week uh, with another show. I'm not sure what our topic's going to be yet. Um, but if you have any suggestions, let us know. Uh, you can find me at Pedweg uh, anywhere on social media Twitter, Instagram facebook uh, just about anywhere and then Jen, um, where you can find, find you. me
1: on instagram youtube though i haven't done too much on there still sorry um and on the tic tac um <laughs> at one Hexy which um i'm also on the etsy and the book of faces
0: yes. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> all right so until next time uh, this is the ghoul scouts and we'll see you next week